The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown, baby! Now, here are your hosts, two-time All-American punter Drew Butler. Mark Rick would like Drew Butler to hit it a mile in the air. And he did. What a and the SEC's career leader in touchdown passes and completions, Aaron Murray. Touchdown in stride as he crosses the goal line. Put it right on his hip. What a throw. Now with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Get to the house, sideline, pylon, touchdown, and the dogs are on the board first. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame. Welcome into the Punt and Pass Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler, joined alongside by my co-host, Aaron Murray. And this episode of Punt and Pass is brought to you by our great friends at Prize Picks. That's right. Are you tired of losing in fantasy sports? Well, times are changing. They have changed. Now it's just you versus the numbers. Prize Picks is the perfect place for you, whether the injury bug has ruined your season-long fantasy team or you're a vet in the daily fantasy space. On Prize Picks, all you have to do is simply select two, three, or four players and predict if they will go over or under their fantasy projection. I am on a hot street right now, people. I've won three straight flex plays. That's right, a couple of hundred bucks in my pocket. All I had to do was play about 20 bucks a time. That's all you have to do. What about this weekend? JT Daniels about to get the start for Georgia. You think he's going to have a big game? Well, bet his over and win real cash. Justin Fields going up against number nine ranked Indiana. Under, over, pick one, and win real cash. Price Picks gives you the chance to win 10 extra money for getting four predictions correct. That's true. Entries are so simple. They can be made in less than 60 seconds. All you have to do is sign up today at prizepicks.com or on the Prize Picks app and use the promo code PUNT, P-U-N-T, PUNT, and you get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Prize Picks truly is daily fantasy simplified. The user face on the app is so simple to use. Use the promo code PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match on your first deposit up to $100. And listen up. Starting next week, starting next week, and I'm going to give out the details on Monday's show, we are going to have a contest between anybody and everybody who has signed up using our promo codes. It will last until the SEC championship game. And we're going to give away prizes to the top three winners. And the prizes are good. I'm just telling you right now. They are good. I will let you know what they are on Monday's show. But Aaron and I are cooking up some great stuff along with the guys at Prize Picks. You will want to be a part of it. So download the Prize Picks app. Use the promo code PUNT and have a lot of fun. we got some great college football coming up this weekend. We have an awesome show coming up as well. So let's get into it. Here we go. 
Let's do this thing. Be sure to follow us on social media at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Drew Butler. Aaron, of course, is at Aaron Murray 11. And head on over to puntandpass.com to check out our picks for this weekend on Punt, Pass, and Pick. We're guaranteed to have a better week than we did last week. Of course, our blog, our merch. Get your merch. Christmas is coming up. Buy some hats. Buy some gear. It's the best-looking stuff out there. And, of course, to keep you up to date on everything going on. In college football, speaking of that, Aaron, a lot going on in college football. Let me just give the people a little bit of a background of what's going on here. We've been taping these shows a little bit later than we used to. Usually we do them Wednesday or Thursday. Now with everything going on, God, you don't even know what games are going to be on. We've been doing them late Thursday, sometimes early Friday to make sure that we got everything wrapped up, ready to go for everybody to dive into punt and pass before the college football weekend. So Aaron actually double-dipped this week. If you listen to Monday's episode, which you know, he had the Eastern Michigan game last night, which everybody watched on CBS Sports Network. Woke up this morning, was flying out to Fresno to do the Fresno State-San Jose State game. Aaron is in Fresno, California right now. That's right. I'm in Atlanta. He's in Fresno. So he had a long day traveling. He texted me and said, you know what, dude, let's just do it in the morning. I said, totally fine, man. You've had a long day. Whatever. I'll have a glass of wine, hang out with my wife, talk to you in the morning. He texts me. All right, it's 10, 10 p.m. right now on Thursday night. He said, game just got canceled, just got turned around. I'm flying out at 7 a.m. tomorrow. He's been gone all week from the family. Aaron, we're doing punt and pass on a Thursday night. Um, how you feeling, buddy? Is everything okay? Oh, man. I'm exhausted. I mean, this is, this is, this is 2020. And I was naive enough to think early in the week, I was like, man, all those cancellations last week, you know, I haven't had one cancellation of all my games so far this season. Like I'm just, I'm flying through it, man. I have been affected. I've been able to do all my games and continue to do my thing for CBS. And, you know, I left on Monday and like you said, I had the game last night, Wednesday night, a little Mac action froze my butt off in Eastern Michigan (sighs) You know, woke up in the morning, you know, four-hour flight to Salt Lake, hour and a half layover, then an hour and 45-minute flight to Fresno. Get to Fresno. I Like you said, I text you. I'm on my way to the, the hotels. Like, dude, I'm exhausted. I've been I've, – I've literally had a mask on my face oh, the worst. for eight to nine hours right now. Like, I just need a shower, get in some clothes, order some Chinese food, watch a movie, and go to sleep. And, you know, I get to the hotel. I order some Chinese, take a shower. I go down. Get, we have to get – our, our COVID test two days before the game go down to the, the room where they're doing the COVID test. And they're like, yeah, um, you don't need to take the test tonight because your game just got canceled. <sighs> and I'm like, are you kidding me? I literally landed an hour ago. And, um, you know, so I called my, my producers and bosses like, Hey, what's the deal? And, you know, they were trying to make it happen because Wyoming's game was canceled as well. Trying to see if Wyoming could fly out to the West coast, oh, wow. possibly make up that game. And, yeah, they were trying to do everything they could to somehow make it happen, but just logistically, it just wasn't going to happen. So, got the uh, you're good to go. Uh, thanks for traveling across the country, and uh, let us know when you want to fly back to Atlanta. So I booked the ASAP. first flight out tomorrow morning. Get my butt back home. I haven't seen the little man and the wife all week, so that is the one positive. Get to go home to them and um, you know just relax, I guess. So at least I got one game this week. You know, two was maybe a little bit greedy. 
So one, uh, the little Mac Jackson was all I got for, for Wednesday night. Yeah, you're glad to get one game in for sure. Yep. Um, I want to get your thoughts on the gray field last night. It was bothering me because I felt like my TV was like off. I felt like my t- something was wrong with my TV, the gray field at Eastern Michigan, a little bit uh, just tough to look at. I'm sure you were having trouble in the booth as well. But this whole situation, it's, it's crazy because it can happen so quick. Like you said, I mean, you're there. It's Thursday night. The game just got canceled. Well, that's the that's, that's crappy thing about, you know, I guess the unreliability of the rapid test, and that's why we don't do the rapid test. We do the more, I guess you want to say, advanced testing yeah. that PCR really dives into the COVID called, yeah. just to make sure, you know, because this situation happens. You know, it's, it's happened multiple times with, with CBS. I'm sure it's happened multiple times with, with Fox and ESPN because they got to send their crews out in time right. to be able to get there to get tested. And then most of these schools aren't getting the results back till Thursday or Friday. Yeah. Uh, so you're on site and you're just kind of waiting to see, hey, is, the, is this game going to happen or not? And it's unfortunate, you know, the fact that at least they're just sending for us the talent. So it's just myself and the play by play, but they're keeping everyone else in New York. So everyone else gotcha. behind the scenes, the producer, the, the director, they just drive to a studio. This is CBS. I don't know what ESPN and Fox are doing. But they just drive everyone to the the studio uh, that they built, mm-hmm. and they call the game out of there. So they're not wasting at least as much money flying people around the country, putting people up in hotels, paying for their food, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But for us talent guys, I mean, literally every Thursday night and Friday, we're just sitting in our hotel room just waiting or not hoping we don't get the call that our game was canceled. And like I said, I've been – Seven weeks now without a cancellation, so I was feeling pretty yeah, good about the season with only four, four or five games left to go on my schedule, and then um, you know got this one. Then I got UAB next Friday, the day after Thanksgiving in they, Birmingham. They, they, in Birmingham, okay, they cool. missed their last two games because of COVID. Yeah, so wow. that game is still you know uncertain. So we'll see if I even have a game next week now. It's crazy. crazy it, it, it's such a fluid situation. I mean, Roddy Nabolsi at UGASports.com put this out uh, earlier today. He said, we're told that Mississippi State is thin on the number of players it has available to complete Saturday. For now, everything's fine. But if they lose another defensive lineman or a few other players, that may put them under the limit. Again, players are opting out. Guys are getting bad COVID tests. I mean, it is. I think it's going to happen at this point. You would hope so. But tomorrow... You could hear that George is not playing. Who knows? But we hope they do play, of course. Let's dive into it, Aaron. Of course, the biggest news of the week, JT Daniels. Looking like he's going to start. Now, let me just ask you this, okay? I want your thoughts. Here's my first reaction. I'm happy he's starting. I'm glad he's healthy. I hope he plays great. Here's my second reaction. If he plays great, Mississippi State 1 is awful. People are going to sit there and go, well, why the hell wasn't he starting week one? Guys, there's a reason he wasn't starting. He's starting now. Yes, Georgia's lost two games. What are your thoughts, Aaron? Because I feel like it's a it's like it's either a win-win or a lose-lose, depending on the lens you view this in. Yeah, you know, I'm happy. You know, I, Me I too. said it last week. Good for I, him. I, I, I want to see I want to see these other quarterbacks play. I want to see JT play. I want to see Shoot, give Carson a game. You know, put Carson there and see what Carson can do. Um, Why just not? See, make it competitive and kind of send the message right now that no one has earned the job heading into 2021. That this is a position everyone's obviously going to be looking at from outside the facility. And this is, that this is going to be the major battle position um, heading into spring ball. Hopefully we have a spring ball. And then into fall camp. I mean, this position needs to be figured out because as we see across the country, 
either you have a quarterback or you don't. And if you don't have a quarterback, you're in big trouble as a football team. And, and you look at that first game versus Clemson next year, they got a dude. They yes. got a guy ready to go once Trevor Lawrence is the number one pick in the draft. And DJ Ula, say it, give it to me, Drew. Uwe Ungalele. Ungalalele is more than ready to come in there and be the full-time starter at Clemson. So I, I like it. You know, give give JT a chance. And even if he does play well, you know, I would still like to see Carson get some reps along the way this season, maybe get to on some more reps along the way as, to, as, as well. These are a bunch of guys that are very green, uh, haven't played a lot of football, obviously haven't played a lot of football within this system as well. I mean, JT, well, everything we've been hearing, he's been the scout team quarterback, yeah. which I love because he's getting live reps. Yep against a very good defense. So he's, he's, you know, if guys you in there, your face, he, fast action, yeah, yes. yeah, all that stuff, but he's also not repping his offense. Correct. You know, at the end of the day, schemes are schemes. There's only so much you can do with 11 players on the football field. There's only so many concepts you can run, but there are little nuances. Every kind of coach teaches his guys different things within certain plays. So, um, that's going to be the challenge for him to, to be able to pick that up fast enough since he hasn't really been practicing at all any of the offensive plays because he's been focusing on just a scout team rep. So I'm excited. And, and at the end of the day, we can finally start, stop wondering what the hell's going yeah. on. Yes. You know, either I, I the answer is, okay, you know, he just wasn't healthy enough or if he goes out there and, and craps the bed, then, okay, then he, he, he's just not good enough. And that's the reason why they've been keeping him on the bench this entire time. Yeah. I, I totally 100% agree with you. Everybody's going to find out at the same time. I hope he plays great. Prize Picks has him projected at 18 fantasy points. We'll touch on that in a little bit, but a pretty interesting number. For comparison, Kyle Trask is projected at 30 fantasy points against Vanderbilt. He might hit that in the first quarter. Oh, my God. We will touch that. on that in a little bit. But back to JT Daniels and back to Carson Beck. And if Stetson's healthy, who knows? I mean, first off, Kentucky, I mean, Mississippi State is horrible. Georgia is a 25-point favorite. I don't know if they'll be able to score 25 points. It might be 24 to nothing because Mississippi State is so bad, but I'm happy to see JT Daniels. I'm happy to see how the offense is around him from an attitude, from an effort perspective. Does he bring new juice? How does he look? Does he look healthy? All that stuff. We'll get into it when we break down the game here in a little bit. But JT Daniels is going to be starting for Georgia, and it looks like they're wearing the black jerseys. That was leaked um, from the the company in Athens that is stitching the the patches on the game day jerseys. They put out the Instagram video. Kirby either had to flip his shit when that went out, or he just didn't care, and they were allowed to tweet that or Instagram it out. But it seems like it's going to be a little night game. Beautiful weather, black jerseys, JT Daniels. Who knows? Maybe a new era in Georgia football. What Mississippi State is such a, a dumpster fire right now, too. Oh. They had their starting safety, Marcus Murray, uh, Murphy, excuse me, uh, opt out for the rest of the season. I mean, that this program is just completely given up. Uh, on their I think it's the youngest series. team from a starting perspective in the SEC. Is that right? Is. Yeah. Well, listen, He what did he say? He, he said he wants to get rid of all the um, – the cancers on the team or yeah. something like that early on. Yeah. So I think he's, he's gotten rid of them, at least what the, what the cancers in his mind are. But a lot of talented players have left that Mississippi state team. Um, the pirate I, ship's listen, pretty light right now. The pirate ship is super, super light right now. So I, I 25 points is a lot for Georgia's offense, which is <laughs> yeah, I know, Manella with a quarterback who hasn't played football in 
God, JT hasn't played football Eight, in what uh, fourteen? I was gonna say eighteen months? to twenty months. It's been it's only been yeah, two years, no, right? It hasn't been, it hasn't been two. Oh, years. he tore he it early last, last season. Okay, yes. So it's yes. been fourteen months yep. since he's played a football. Fifteen months since he's played a football game. Hasn't gotten a lot of reps within this offense. Been the scout team quarterback. Your offense is kind of blah already as it is. So, you know, eighteen points, and and you, I just think they're not gonna go. I don't think they're gonna go out there game plan wise and say. Okay, my man, here's the keys to the car. Go out yeah, there and throw toss the ball it all over the yard. I think it's gonna be we just wanna win a football game. And see what you got. You know, we know we know defensively we're gonna be able to shut Mississippi State out because their offense is just the 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 answer has been shown of how to slow down the air raid within the SEC. Let's just run the football, get a win, feel good about ourselves and get the five and two. So I don't think he's gonna get I don't know if this is gonna be one of our prize picks or not, but I'll just get out of the way now for myself. I don't think he gets 18 points. I okay. really don't. I, just, I, like I, I think that there's, he's not ready in my mind. I don't think he's had enough reps to go out there and, you know, them, like I said, say, Hey, go throw the ball 25 or 30 times. I think it's gonna be, Hey, run the football, throw it 15 to 20 times, win the game and move on. Yep. Yep. No, I totally agree with you. And, and prize picks also has James Cook at 10 and a half and Zamir White at 18 and a half. So they're expecting a heavy rush See, game as well. I would take Zamir over 18. I think so too. We'll, we'll get to those in just a bit. Let me touch on one more newsworthy item and then we're going to jump into pump pass and pick. The Pac-12, which was the latest conference to join in football. They just started a week and a half ago, has now said hey, we'll do out-of-conference games. That's right. They first said only in-conference, six games plus one. We're going to try our best to get it done. Some teams haven't even started their season yet, like Utah. They have simply said, here's the deal. If we can get an out-of-conference game scheduled due to a cancellation, we will allow it to happen. The caveats are this, Aaron. Their Pac-12 testing protocols have to be adhered by the team that they're playing out of conference. That game must be held inside the Pac-12 stadium, and the broadcast rights immediately go to the Pac-12 broadcast partners. I think that's totally fair. And the Pac-12 game supersedes the next out-of-conference game setup by end-of-day Thursday. So like in your situation today, Aaron, that Mountain West game that got canceled Thursday, then the Pac-12 can go out and get an out-of-conference game, or vice versa, if there was an out-of-conference game that was scheduled and the Pac-12 team jumped in by the end of Thursday and said, hey, we can play, then that out-of-conference team is shit out of luck, but I think that's okay. Um, Here's my thought process. Yeah, the more games, the better. I think so, too. I think so, too. I think this is a great move. If you can find a way to make up a game, by all means, go ahead and do it. And and for all those who are just listening to the podcast and have, have, have heard my rough day I've had on the plane and Drew and I are, are FaceTiming or Skyping at the moment, he's just drinking a glass of wine, just, just rubbing it in my face <laughs> I'm just, right I'm now chilling. as I'm Having stuck a in a hotel in, in, in Fresno. Just ate some crappy Chinese no food. Damn reason right now eating, eating the Chinese food I had tonight. I was looking for a little pick-me-up. was not good, so I'm depressed. <laughs> and I'm actually in the middle of ordering some Cold Stone right now. So. We love you. We love you, buddy. Get that Cold Stone. You earned it. Give me that ice cream. My thought process on this, though, Aaron, was hello, BYU. Hello, yeah. Lib- hello, Liberty. What about Cincinnati at the end of the season? Give me a game. Like, just try for a game on conference championship weekend. If shit hits the fan 
and teams are in disarray and they need to get scheduled. Man, Hugh Freeze, load up the boys. Zach Wilson and BYU drive out to a Pac-12 team. Cincinnati, if you have the opportunity to go play a USC or an Oregon or even an Arizona State or a Utah, teams that games keep getting canceled, go show them what you're made of. I think it it it, it provides a lot of opportunity. I don't know if we'll get the action the is, that we it's, want. It's, it, the decision is made, what, on Thursday night? Yeah. So if you're a Cincinnati who you're rolling right now and say you're undefeated, would you want to risk – Losing a game for a game that you have to go the, travel to I the West Coast. I think the kids would. You know, the coaches. Now, I don't know if it has to be decided on Thursday night from a game plan perspective. I think what it is is if Cincinnati and USC said, okay, we want to play next week. It seems like Arizona State won't be able to play next week. Yeah, I'm but using you still can't make that decision. Yeah. You can't make it that far in advance. I agree with you. This is like on the, this is literally like last second. This is like what I was dealing with tonight. They were trying to figure out a way to get yeah, Fresno and Wyoming you. to play. I got you. And they logistically couldn't. But at the end of the day, like they would, if, if they could have, if they could have figured out a way to get Wyoming out to, to, to um, it would have been in San Jose. These teams would have had no prep yeah, at no all. It would have been like get base game plan, just go play football, which I guess is fine. Like I, I would love it. It's fine with, it's fine with me. But with teams that are fighting for a playoff spot, yeah. uh, you know, a Cincinnati, I don't a lot on the line there. I think it'd be way too much of a risk for those guys to say, hey, we just want to play a Pac-12 game without any kind of prep and, and lose a possibility of being undefeated this year to give us our, give ourselves a chance to be in the playoffs. And if we're not in the playoffs, they're the number one team to get that bid for the for the New Year's Six Bowl game. So I, I don't think they would risk it. Liberty would, though. I think Liberty has would be more up to, yeah. hey, let's go have some fun in the West Coast and go play some of these guys. Totally agree with you. 100% agree with you. No, you make you make a great point. It's it's good that the Pac-12 did that, but again, I don't know how much opportunity. It, it's a great opportunity for the teams that could make it happen. I don't know if we'll ever get that chance. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. But as of right now, who the hell knows? Again, we're, we're a month, one month away. I mean, December 19th is conference championship weekend. It is November 19th as of this recording. So the Zoom focus is towards the end. Look, Thanksgiving week's next week. We just want to continue with some college football, and it seems like we're going to have a great opportunity this weekend to do that, Aaron, and you will be able to be at home with your beautiful family. So let's dive into punt, pass, and pick. You and I both had rough weekends last week. I'm 26 Mm. and 24, just above 500 on the season. You are right at 500 at 25 and 25. Here's our first game, and I have a pretty fun little slate here. I left out. The Oklahoma State-Oklahoma game. We are not picking that unless you want to make it your lock. Because I have one that I put in there that I want to pick, and I want to know your thoughts. But our first game is number 9 Indiana at number 3 Ohio State. It hits us right in the face at 12 noon on Fox. Ohio State is a 20-point favorite. Remember, Ohio State was supposed to play Maryland last week. That game got postponed due to COVID protocols. Indiana, maybe the best best story of the season yep. so far. That week one victory against Penn State, unbelievable for them. I, I tweeted it last weekend. I said, I'm done fading Indiana. So let me just tell you this right now. Give me the 20 points. Give yeah, me the 20 points. I, I need these 20 points. I think Michael Penix Jr., I think this team with the juice that they have, the enthusiasm that they have, no fans inside the horseshoe at noon. Look, I get the firepower that Ohio State has. I know Justin Fields will be a Heisman finalist. 
I just think that they will be able to keep this game close. 20 is a tricky number because it's easy that Ohio State could win by three touchdowns. This is going to be a matter of Indiana playing smart football, taking advantage of points and field goals when they have the situation, not trying to get caught up in scoring every single time, play a little smart, try to play a little field position. This is going to be a fun game to watch at noon. I'm actually really fired up about it because I want to validate my feelings now about Indiana. Um, the only way I would feel bad, and I would not be surprised if it's like 35 to nothing at halftime Ohio State. I think Indiana covers. Give me the 20 points. That's how I feel. I'm with you too, and it's 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 more so when I watch Ohio State defensively at times. They've, they've struggled a little bit. I mean, even go back to Nebraska in the first game of the season, I know they only gave up 17 points, but Nebraska really shot themselves in the foot a ton there in that football game and could have made it a little bit closer and, and should have covered the spread in that game. Penn State, they gave up 25 points to it and, and didn't cover that game, only won by 13, and then gave up 27 to Rutgers. So I, I think, obviously, Indiana's the best team that they're going to face as of right now through the first four games of the season. Um, and I just, I, I'm with you, man. I think they're just feeling... They're feeling themselves there. Um, I know they've kind of shocked everyone. They're not sneaking up on Ohio State right now. They're 4-0. They're ranked in the top 10. But at the end of the day, they got a quarterback and and and, and Penix Jr. who's playing really well. Their defense is playing well. Um, I, I, I like them to cover. Um, yeah. I'm with you, though, too. I would not be surprised if Ohio State just completely blows them out of the I water. Know. But the way Indiana's playing right now, they're taking care of the football. They're doing all the little things right. I think they can keep this within 20 points. Obviously, they're not going to win the game. Ohio State's too powerful for that. But this is this is got to give. It's time to start giving Indiana some respect. I think they're going to earn a lot, a lot of, of it. This, I think they're going to earn a lot of it this weekend by keeping this thing a little bit closer than that 20 number. Yeah, I agree with you. We're on the same side there. Take the points with Indiana. Let's just let's all cl- let's watch this game with one eye and just say we think that they're for real. Maybe they can keep it within three touchdowns. All right, here's the game that I threw in. I, as of right now, I kicked out the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game. The next game, I'll give you the option, Aaron, to put it back in here. Here's the game that I threw in. Number seven, Cincinnati at Central Florida. Cincy is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. It's at 3.30 on ESPN. I think Cincinnati is one of the best teams in the nation. Desmond Ritter yep. is, is is very fun to watch. Quarterback can sling it. He can move outside the pocket. Cincinnati knows that they're playing for a college football playoff berth. Look, they faked a punt up 35 late in the fourth quarter last week. I was watching the game. I I almost spit out my drink. I was like, holy, did they really just do that? Luke Fickle and the head coach from, um, who'd they play last week? East Carolina, was it? Yeah, Yeah, they had words at the end of the game. I'm like, dude, this guy is coaching, and this team knows that they are doing everything they can to make statements, which, which I love. But this game right here, it's a rivalry in the AAC. Cincinnati's the new cream of the crop. Fantastic game. And, um, Aaron, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this Cincinnati minus five and a half. Yeah, listen, I, I, I love Cincinnati. I mean, UCF, unfortunately, to start the season off, they had a bunch of guys that that opted out. And, and you can kind of pin down the fact that they're five and two right now because it's a good football team. But you know, when you lose as many starters as they did and as many bodies as they did to start the season off, it wasn't going to be as magical. Um, and yeah. you look at Cincinnati's defense right now against elite offenses. They're not even elite offense, but good offenses. SMU is a pretty good offense. Memphis is a pretty good offense. They gave up 10 points to Memphis and 13 points to SMU. So this defense for Cincinnati is Stingy. legit. They're for real. They play well on all three all, all three levels. 
And then you look at UCF, and the one thing that they, they do not do well is stop the run. They're giving up almost 200 yards rushing per game against Cincinnati, who wants to run the football against a quarterback that can run it really well in Ritter. Um, Dokes has 563 yards rushing this season. So this, to me, is a complete football team for Cincinnati. They can run it. They can throw it. They've been playing elite defenses. And when they have the challenge to play a great offense, they show up. They've proven that they're not scared to play some of these really, really good offenses that can put up stupid numbers. So I like Cincinnati with the points here. Uh, UCF will get theirs, but I just think at the end of the day, Cincinnati is just going to own the clock. They're going to run it. They're going to eat it up. Uh, and I think they're going to smack around UCF a little bit. Wow. So Aaron lays the five and a half. The reason I put this game on here is because I want the five and a half with Central Florida. I think they keep it close. I think since he wins, maybe a field goal. I think this could be one of the better games of the weekend. Oh, it's going to be a great game. And I, and I want the five and a half points here. I like that it's in Orlando. I like that Central Florida, like you said, Aaron. The bounce kind of, house? How many fans can be in the bounce house? Uh, well, it's Florida, so they might pack that baby out to 100%. Yeah. Who knows? But what I'm thinking is this. Cincinnati at home. This is the the tale of the AAC as of right now. Give me the five and a half points. I'm just going to roll with the home dog here and take UCF plus five and a half. Let's jump to the a, uh, SEC. Excuse me. And before we do that, let's get into our prize picks for this week. All right, prize picks. And Aaron, we're starting a contest next week. I know we have talked about this, you and I. Prize picks is doing a contest with punt and pass. It's going to run from Thanksgiving week until the SEC championship game. Think about all the NFL football. Think about all the college football. All you have to do is play. Just play. There's no cap. Play. And if you win an entry, you get a point in our contest. Top three prizes. Top three entries get prizes. We will post, and we will keep everybody up to date. It's going to be a lot of fun. Use the promo code PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match on your first deposit up to $100. It's going to be great. I got some great gifts as well. We'll announce them on Monday, Aaron. Kyle Trask, 30 points against Vandy. I mean, over, right? Oh, 100% over. Oh, my God. I mean, absolutely. This is free money, people. I'm telling you, it's... It's going to be like last week. Kyle Trask is going to go over in the first half. Yes, there's no doubt. No doubt in my mind. Pitts should be back. Yes. Dan Mullen, they see the Heisman in this kid's future. They are letting it roll right no now. No question. And they, they, want, they want him to continue to throw five or six touchdowns per game. And no there, doubt. There's no question. There's no, hey, it's Vanderbilt. We just want to win and get out of there. It's no, we want to put up 50 points continue this Heisman run. So I expect another big performance by him. Absolutely. Kadarius Tony, 16 and a half points. Again, Vanderbilt's defense is terrible. They can't yep. tackle. This dude is going to have a field day. Kadarius Tony, 16 and a half points. I say over as well. Aaron, give me, give me the over. Give me the over. I love it. All right, let's go to the Georgia game. JT Daniels, 18 points. You said under earlier. Are you still thinking that? Yeah, I think under. You know, listen, he'll have a he'll he'll have a fine day. Um, it's a lot of fantasy points. That's a lot of fantasy points for a kid that has been a scout team quarterback for this entire season. So yeah. I hope he goes out there and plays well. And to me, a, a good game for him will be fourteen for eighteen, a touchdown and two hundred yards. So does that equal eighteen points fantasy or no? No. no? So yes, that's that's a good game, and that's exactly what they need to do. I think this is going to be. Play great defense, run the football, and get out of there with a win and start feeling better about yourself. Absolutely. And on the flip side, Zeus White, 18 and a half points. I think he has a great day. Yeah. I would go I, over I can see with a couple Zeus. putties. Yeah, I give over. And Mississippi State's just not going to be able to move the football. So I think Georgia's going to get great field position. They'll be owning the clock. They'll be running it. 
they're going to wear the defense out, and you're going to see some big pops in the run game there, especially in the second half. Last one, Mac Jones, Alabama's quarterback, who's in the Heisman running. There's no doubt about it. They're playing Kentucky this weekend. He is projected 27 fantasy points. I think it's over again. I mean, I know yep. over is the trap in fantasy, but Kentucky's defense, come on now. They should be lighting well, up. Well, and also, receivers. too, I think, I think you know, Alabama's on the sideline and kind of has been watching this Heisman race. Listen, there's – you want your guys to win the Heisman. That's another bell for you. Yeah, go with, hell yeah. Listen, we got a quarterback that just won the Heisman. And it's it, we've been saying it's a two-man race right now. As of right now, and at least in my mind, it's between Mac and it's between Kyle Trask. Yep, I agree with and, you. And, and, and it was Mac, 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 because Kyle was out and they weren't playing. And then now Kyle's back and he's balling out. And then now it's flipped. Now it's Kyle Trask one, Mac Jones two. But I would think most people think that. I think there's still a bunch of fans out there saying Mac is – the favorite for the Heisman, but you know, this is another opportunity for him to go out there and, and, and throw up a bunch of crazy numbers and crazy stats. And I think Nick Saban wants that Sark wants that. And I expect him to go out there and throw four or five touchdowns and 300 yards and give me the over 27. I love it. I love it. And I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. All right, let's dive into our next game here. Tennessee at number 23, Auburn. This is your 7 PM ESPN game. Auburn's a 10 and a half point favorite, buddy. The wheels have fallen off in Knoxville. You said it on our Campus Lore Live show Monday night when Justice Hill, the running back from the Baltimore Ravens, was our guest. We were talking about most disappointing team of the season, and this team didn't even jump into my mind. You said Tennessee started the season 2-0, and jumped into the top 10 rankings, or at least top 15 rankings. They were beating Georgia at halftime, and ever since that second half, when Jarrett Garantano became Jarrett Garantano, man, this team has gone upside down. And now they're a huge road dog, 10.5 points against Auburn. I don't know, man. It seems like it's, uh, it's, it's hard times on Rocky Top right now. It's ugly times on Rocky Top. And, and, and for Auburn, they've kind of found their identity a little bit. They're playing good football. Bo Nix is taking care of the football. They got playmakers. Um, you know, I love their Bigsby. I love their running back. The kid's an absolute yeah, stud back there. And then you got Williams on the outside. So Tennessee's just not good. You know, it, I, I think I said on this show, I might have said it with, with CC on the SEC today on, on Sirius. You know, they just, year three, you would hope that some facet of the game would improve for Tennessee, whether it's offense, whether it's defense, special teams. Nothing has improved, and some things have actually gotten worse in year three. Uh, that's just not a good sign. You just, like I said, year three is really the, the, the breakthrough year. You know, we've brought in some recruits, guys that fit our system. You know, year one was, okay, let's just get through year one. Year two is let's see a little bit of progress. And then year three, you kind of really see that ship getting taken off. Um, and, and we have not seen that at all from Tennessee. Like I said, it's been pretty much the same or worse on all three categories um, of, of that football team. So yeah, I think Auburn right now at home, they're feeling good. They're playing good football. Tennessee has a lot of issues, so I'll take Auburn with the points. Okay, Aaron's on Auburn with the points. I'm going to fade you once again and just take the 10.5. If this was 10, I'd probably take Auburn. I like the hook here. Again, I feel like this could be sort of that Gus Malzahn, what-the-hell type football game. How could you let Jaron Garantano get right against you? Tennessee's had a week off. 
they can get right against Auburn. Am I saying they win the game? No. But on the road at 7 p.m., I think Tennessee can keep this one close. I don't know why. I hate this pick, but it's because I hate it. I'm going to make it. If you listen to punt and pass, you know my logic there. Give me the 10.5 points, please. I'll roll with Tennessee here. To You're hope. either going to have a nice big lead after this. Yeah, weekend, I know. Or I know. I'm going to be, or I'm going to finally take the lead on your ass. I know. Too. All right, uh, Mississippi State heading to Athens to take on number 13th ranked Georgia. Georgia, I saw as a 24 and a half point favorite, so we're rolling with 24 and a half. Aaron, this game's at 7:30 p.m. on SEC Network. The question here is, can Georgia score 25 points? Honestly, that's the question. Yeah. Can they is, score 25 points? Because if they win 24 nothing. They don't cover 24 and a half points. It's just so hard. I mean, because you go back to the Kentucky game and they only won 14 to three against Kentucky. And oh, it's the same I thing. Know. Kentucky can't score points. They're decent. Okay. Somewhat on defense. And I think you can say the same thing about Mississippi state. I mean, the one thing Mississippi state this year has done is at times play. Okay. Defense. I know it's going to hurt. They're missing their star safety has opted out of the season, but um, their offense has struggled. And their defense has kind of had to pick up the slack for the majority of the season. So I don't I – honestly, I don't know if Georgia can score that many points. But but here's my thing. I'll, can, say, I'll say yes because I don't think Mississippi State's going to be able to move the football. Yeah, that's the biggest turnovers, question. Turnovers, some short fields at home. I think Georgia's just really pissed off about the Florida game. So just for all those factors, I'll say yes, but I'm not saying it with a lot of confidence. I know, dude. I'm kind of on the same side as you because I, I, keep, I keep telling myself, like, can Georgia score points? And then the flip side of that is, can Mississippi State score any points? I mean, George, no, don't forget, Georgia's defense is really good. Yes, they've got some issues from an injury perspective. They should be healthier, though. They should, they should be, be healthier. They should be healthier. Mississippi State is so bad. You know what? They're, and I know these statistics are skewed. Do you know what their average rushing yards per game are? No, what is 21 it? yards per game. Okay, I mean, that is absolutely abysmal. And it's like talking about Georgia Tech a couple of years ago. Well, do you know how many passing yards? They don't run the ball. But still, in the SEC, you have to run the ball at least a little bit. Yep. I have to be on the same side here with you. I, I hate it. I, again, I think it's a really good number. I'll lay the 24 and a half as well, Aaron. Um, I just think Mississippi State is that bad and to your point Georgia's really upset about that Florida loss and of course having to sit out last week they they want to get that bad taste out of their mouth so Aaron and I are on the same side dogs minus 24 and a half okay I'll give this up to you here are the two games left you only have to pick one either Wisconsin at Northwestern which is 10 verse 19 or Oklahoma State at Oklahoma which is 14 verse 18 which one do you want to go you want to go Bedlam where are the spreads on those? Give me the spreads um, on real quick. Oklahoma is a seven-point favorite at home, and Wisconsin is a seven-and-a-half road favorite at Northwestern. Let's go the Oklahoma game. Okay, Oklahoma so State. let's stick with Bedlam. It's the primetime game, Fowler yeah. and Herb Street, 7.30 p.m. ABC. Oklahoma is a seven-point favorite. Seven-point home favorite. You're taking Oklahoma State. All right, well, I'm there you go. Oklahoma State. I'll take I Oklahoma. Just... I think Oklahoma's really? going to win, yeah. For sure. For real. I do, and you said right. on our Monday night show because we had Justice Hill on, and I thought he was a great guest, yeah. great, great guest. We we have some interesting guests, that's that's for sure. He was a good guest, and he just said Oklahoma's different. Oklahoma State's different this year. They've got a legit defense. They really do. They play good defense. Yeah. They absolutely killed themselves 
when they lost to Texas. They would be ranked five or six right now if they won yeah. that game because it they'd be the undefeated. Fault. It was the offense's fault. The offense just kept screwing them, and then the roughing the punter. I mean, that game was over about five times there in the second half, and for some reason they just wanted to give it to Texas. I I like Oklahoma State. You know, they they they, they do. They play great defense. You're talking about Rattler, the quarterback for Oklahoma. He's still a freshman. Um, he's a young kid going against probably the best defense that he'll face his entire year. Face definitely in the Big 12. I, I just think it's going to be a little bit too much for him. Um, you know, I just I think. And then you look at the, you know what Oklahoma State has on offensive side of the football. They got a great receiver in Wallace. They got Sanders at quarterback that can do a little bit of everything. And they still got Chuber at uh, uh, a Hubbard. Hubbard at, at running back. Yeah. So. I just think I think they're a better football team. This just isn't Oklahoma's year right now, as we've seen. They're five and two, and there's nothing wrong with that. They got a young quarterback who has a lot of talent, who's green, uh, who just needs to continue to play more and more and more, and he'll be fine most likely next season. But I just think right now, like I said, Oklahoma State's a little bit better on both sides of the football. I agree with you. They're both they're they're better on the field. I, I like the Lincoln Riley versus Mike Gundy matchup. And when See, this, I, think, Oklahoma, I figured you'd be a nice Gundy fan. With this I am a Gundy fan, but I, I don't trust him in this spot right here. So give me Oklahoma. You know, this is the again, this is the classic Oklahoma game where it's like, oh, okay, now yes, they had a bad loss, but they're back and the offense is good. And like I, I can just see it right now at home in Norman, in state rivalry. I'm going to lay the seven. I don't like Oklahoma. I'm not a big Spencer Rattler fan. I just think in this spot, they're going to be able to cover. So, again, I'm on the opposite side of you. That that should be a really good game, though. I, I do think that will be a great game to maybe flip over if the Georgia-Mississippi State game is a total snooze fest, which it probably will be. Probably will be. And you'll be home, Aaron. You'll be home. Yeah. You know what, dude? We feel bad for you. Thank you so much for sacrificing your time on the West Coast to get this podcast in. Hey, we um, need our, our picks of the week, though. Oh, our Locks lock and our flip the field. Dude, yeah, give it to me. What is your the lock of the week? Aaron Murray, you're on a, I think you're on a four-game skid. Are you? Because yours last week was a dud. I know. Was I it? I've, I started the season off like, what, 4-0, and oh, and then I've now flipped it and – Gone backwards a little bit, just not not so bueno. Um, I'm gonna go with Alabama. What what do you have Alabama? I see Alabama right now is 30 point favorite. I'm gonna take Alabama 30 points over Kentucky. So you're gonna lay the 30 um, with Alabama. Let me get to it real quick. Man, how did I forget this? I'm trying to I'm trying to let you go get some sleep, and I uh, I totally forgot about our lock of the week. Alabama is a 30 point favorite at home. You're gonna yeah, lay the 30 as your lock. I'm going to lay the 30 as my lock. I think they're coming out for blood. I know what my lock is. Huh? Oh, I mean, I literally might bet my mortgage on this game. Okay, Jackie, I hope you're not listening. Liberty plus three and a half at NC State. Liberty plus three and a half at NC State. Liberty is going to beat NC State. They're getting points on the road. This team right here is sitting there saying, we're going to run roughshod over anybody in our way again remember my flip the field a couple weeks ago is when liberty played virginia tech and that was an absolute home run so i'm gonna ride with liberty once again that's your db flip the field free pick aaron is on alabama minus 30 hosting kentucky get some cold stone aaron what's your venmo to everybody just send aaron a dollar to to give him uh, some some ice cream 
Maybe, in uh, a, you know, just give the guy a little bit of love. He's got to jump on a plane tomorrow. Got to go I'm from where? I'm, Fresno I'm, to I'm, L.A. to Atlanta? Yeah, Fresno, L.A. to Atlanta. I take off at 7 a.m., land at 4.15 in the afternoon. Well, This I is mean, two days. It's literally two days of my life that just are wasted away on a plane. Look, I would say we feel bad for you, but you're calling college football games for a living, so we really don't. I know you yeah. miss your family for that. We understand, but we love you, Aaron Murray. We're actually we're actually going to the lake this weekend. My parents are back up again. So Perfect. I, the first thing when I found out that game was canceled, I was like, hey, Dad, um, we're coming. I'm flying back tomorrow. I need you to book me us tea times for Saturday and Sunday morning. Hello. So thank you. I love you. Hello. And, uh, I need a little Cuscawilla in my life. Let's go. I love it. I love it. Well, that is absolutely fantastic. And um, make sure if you're listening to this podcast right now to get on your phone, go to pricepicks.com, download the Price Picks app, use the promo code PUNT, start playing, listen to our picks, check us out on social media tomorrow at Drew Butler, at Aaron Murray 11, at Punt and Pass. We're going to post our top 10 picks of the week. And then when you start playing next week through the SEC championship game, we have a contest. The top three winners get sweet prizes. We will announce those next week. Aaron, thanks so much, my man. Everybody, thank you for listening, and we will talk to you early next week. See you.